Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With a digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. Hello and welcome back to the New Generation Sports Report. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined as always by the Herald Sports Editor, Dan Heiner. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year, everyone. This is the first episode of the New Generation Sports Report in the year 2023. Uh, we took off last week because the week before uh, didn't really make it out to too much. We're working on the Winter Sports tab, so if you check that out, thank you. Dan, uh, Rob, good job on putting in all the work on that thing. I know it really... Uh, Took a lot out of you, so. I finally got the first good night's sleep I've had in, like, a month. <laughs> yeah. I woke up at noon today. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, you guys worked hard, so, again, yeah. Dan, Rob, good job on getting all that stuff done. Um, all right, so let's just jump right into it because, yeah, last week, you know, we're making up for lost time here. We covered a lot last week. So, of course, the holiday tournaments were going on, so naturally we just had a lot of double headers, but... uh. Let's just get right into it. So I forget what day of the week this was, but early on last week, just start off with what might be the game of the year so far. With uh, this is a girls' game, Greenville versus the Shannock. Greenville won forty-eight to forty-four. This was an, this was kind of interesting because mm-hmm. it could have gone either way. Yeah, but you still at some point kind of felt like okay, Greenville is going to pull this one out. Yeah, I mean, you know, the four-point difference here, but it felt like, yeah, Greenville had the momentum the whole game. Like, they kind of, 
I don't. Were they ever trailing in this game either? I, I feel can't, like, honestly, I can't remember what day this was. I know we've <laughs> covered so many games. Uh, this is the Sally Ward Holiday Basketball Classic, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So this is played over at Hickory, but uh, but no, if I remember correctly, yeah, I, I think they led for. It was close the whole game, but I think they led for pretty much the entire time. And you know, l- listen, we we knew about greenville going into this we knew they were going to be good yeah undefeated i think they're still undefeated yeah, i think as of too. this recording on tuesday yeah. so i mean they're a really solid team we knew mm-hmm. they were going to be a solid team the question was was nishana could be able to put enough pressure on them to maybe force them right. into some uncharacteristic I miscues mean, defending state champs yeah so and they, i don't think they lost too many people coming they, in from they, last year they didn't they so that's kind of the thing right mm-hmm. like they have enough talent where they're going to be really competitive, especially right. once we start getting into district tournaments and things like that. Mm-hmm. But they lost some key people. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of you're still going to be able to compete, yeah. but you are not going to be able to compete at the level that you were able to last year. Yeah. So this was where it was kind of an interesting one was we knew about Greenville. We didn't really know about Nishanik. That was right. the question mark. Yeah. Now, who knows? You know, this is going to be one of those games where I think – we could look back on this and we can go, this was a really solid win for Greenville mm-hmm. because they were able to beat a really, really good Nishanik team. Yeah. Or it could be this was a game that Greenville maybe played a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. It was a good Nishanik team, but not a state title winning Nishanik team. So it's one of those that when we come back to this in March, yeah, might have a completely different connotation to it. Right. And that's why I think probably the most interesting aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm glad that we uh, we finally were able to make it out there and see Greenville just because, you know, like we said, undefeated. We hadn't seen them yet until this game. And uh, they had such a strong season last year and didn't really lose anyone. They're bringing pretty much everyone back, you know. So they were expecting to have a good year this year, and that's exactly what they're doing. So... So, yeah, I'm sure this is definitely not the last time we'll see uh, Greenville girls oh, God, basketball no. Oh God, no. this year. Um, but uh, also that night, Sally Ward Holiday Basketball Classic, uh, we had Hickory taking on Fort LaBeouf, and they won 58-41. to 41. Hickory won 58-41. Yes, Hickory won 58-41. Uh, this one was very one-sided. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Hickory's got a lot of really good talent. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, now are they – like the level of Greenville, don't know, but really solid team. And this was a really pretty good performance. This is the second time that Hickory had played Fort LaBeouf. Uh, they started their season off. Game one of the year was their opening tournament was up there. Oh. And uh, just really strong post play from this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there. if you were a forward, you we're expected to be able to make some plays in this and rebounding plays in the post layups hickory just dominated the glass and dominated the paint and that's why they ended up pulling away with this right um yeah no i was impressed i thought they looked good this night um again but i don't remember too much from we've just we've covered so much i'm like trying to like even like remember this game and i'm like it also makes it, it also makes it difficult when you think about the fact that there's so much that we covered and there was also a holiday Right, yeah. So. Yeah, there was just so much going on. So, um, yeah, anything else to add from either the Sally Ward Classic Games? Both of these teams can make a run, I think. Yeah. It's going to depend on how they draw. I think Greenville has obviously a lot better, like, overall talent and coaching and playoff experience and Mm -hmm. everything to go along with it. Yeah. To make a run. 
Right. But I think if Hickory can draw some teams that maybe have some issues in the post and rely more on outside shooting, mm-hmm. if they can end up getting a couple wins under their belt, they might be a team that could challenge as we progress further through the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move along to the next holiday tournament we were at last week. And this time, or this day, we were over at uh, Commodore Perry. So we had two boys games going on. The first one, Reynolds was taking on Clarion Limestone, and Reynolds lost 88-54. to 54. Yeah, so, I mean, I got to tell you, Limestone is fast. Yeah. They are pushing the ball a million miles an hour every chance they get. Yes, yeah. And the thing is, they don't look that athletic. Like, they mm-hmm. look like a solid team, mm-hmm. you know, a solid boys basketball team. Yeah. Then they go and they win the opening tip, and you're just like off to the races. It's Daytona 500. We're right. going to go and just chuck the ball up the court, you know, make a play, maybe hit the occasional like mid range jumper or a floater every now and then, but we're just going to go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the issues Reynolds had was they kind of got on them quick that way. So it kind of took a little bit for Reynolds to get its equilibrium back. Yeah. Now get to the third quarter, and all of a sudden, it was a completely different story. And Reynolds looked like, okay, they, they kind of got their breath. They were able to get their feet under them. And they had a significantly better performance. But by that point, the the hole was dug. Yeah. You know? So maybe a learning experience here for a Reynolds team that, you know, there was some expectations for over in transfer because they have so many seniors. Right. You know, so maybe this was this is the level of talent you're going to see later on. If you want to compete and you want to win, you're going to have to play this level of, at this at this caliber of uh of of a performance. So this could also be just kind of referencing back to the Nishanic game. This could mm-hmm. be another one that we yeah. look back on and go maybe this is a defining point for the season. Yeah. It's going to we'll, we'll have to wait for everything to play itself out. Yeah. So again, the final score of that one was 88-54. to 54. Reynolds lost to Clarion Limestone. So later on that night in the second game of the doubleheader, um, actually, no, there were two girls' games before this I, one. This I, is a, so yeah, so this, so, is where, this is where it gets weird. So, so I forgot I, a game in this list. Yeah, yeah you so were at a girls' game. I was, I was at <laughs> uh, a Commodore Perry, uh, Crawford Christian right. Academy game at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Tanner yeah. was not there. That's I why he didn't there. remember that. Yes, I completely forgot about it. All right, so our seven games just turned into eight games here on yes. this list. So, all right, what happened in the girls' game? So this one was very low scoring. It was a mix of just shots not falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's kind of just what happened here with CP. I, they They had open looks. It was just like they just could not get anything to fall and that's kind yeah. of been their story all year mm-hmm. if you get them driving lanes you know and can kind of create the space they're good yeah and they have points where defensively they can lock down and rebound it's just they don't have the offense to just kind of keep up and okay they packed the paint now we need to hit a three yeah they don't have that level of shooting yet and that's something that i know that they that fury wants to kind of work on Mm-hmm. As they kind of progress through the year, but that's, I mean, that's just the the theme of the of the night was. Yeah. I think they ended up they were trailing, if I remember correctly, eleven to two, at the end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. and then those driving lanes and everything opened up, 
and then okay now you're you're back into it and it's a two three point game like the rest of the way right until the final minutes of the fourth quarter everything just kind of just shut down offensively for the Panthers mm. and that's how Croft Christian ended up winning that one yeah so do you recall the final score of that one or oh god a while ago oh god no I don't know off the top of so. my head all right we'll move along here Commodore <laughs> yeah. Perry lost the girls they, lost they, they, yeah it was it it was a close game. It was closer yeah. than the score indicated. Right. Because I, I want to say it was like a 10-point loss or something. Okay. But it was closer than the score indicated. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, also that day over at Commodore Perry's, we just talked about the girls there, and uh, the boys played. I think it was, what, an 8 o'clock start or something? Yeah, hey, I was like an 8.15 start, and I was like, I am on deadline. I cannot afford to yeah. stay for this one. <laughs> you were out of there, but I stuck around to go check out the Commodore Perry boys, and they won. They beat Crawford Christian 56-43. to Um so don't have too many notes here to say because, you know, when I'm shooting, I honestly can't pay attention to too much of the game. But uh, number 21, uh, Kyle Stringer, he looked really good. You know, we've kind of been hearing his name for a while now. He's a junior. Um, this is my first time seeing him in person. Um, yeah, he looked really good. Also, Dan, I don't know if you recall when I was shooting that Reynolds game mm-hmm. or how I was shooting right under the net, basically. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of space, you know, for me. To, there wasn't like, you know, yeah. a wall or there's yeah, a lot of space. He still, 20, Kyle Stringer still managed to somehow land right on top of me at one point. Oh, God. So he kind of like, you know, took me down. Was the, like, ca- was the camera okay? Oh, yeah, the camera was that, fine. That's, that's all we that's care about. all that matters. That's <laughs> yeah. all that matters. Yes. And, if you, and if you take photos for a living, you understand why. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. He was like, oh, are you okay, sir? I'm like, yeah, it's good. This is not the first time. Won't be the last. Like, I'm asking for it sitting under here. Yes. Like, you know. Yeah, no, the, I, that was one of the things that I was kind of interested in when I saw CP's gym for the first time. Yeah. Was that it's not symmetrical no because the other side the is other like there's side, no room at all the other side is like an entire end zone and a half yeah over on the far end of it right which makes it awesome to shoot because you're yeah. never like really in any danger unless apparently unless you're a stringer running at you i mean he plays with a high motor so i get it if anyone was going to do it on that court it was going to be him running into yeah. me because i mean he's just flying all over the place like i watched him run into like the you know opposing team's bench at one point he's like flying in this he just plays with a high motor so you know whatever but no and uh I was fine. So to, to actually make a quick correction to this, right. I actually was in the gym for the back end of this game. For the boys? For the boys. Oh. I, I was there see you because either. I actually ended up going and talking to the coach afterwards. Uh-huh. I ended up talking to their coach and getting their, their scorebook. I typed up the recap in the in my car oh, in the CP parking okay. lot. Huh. Uh, I wasn't there for the whole game. That's why I didn't write a story, but I was gotcha. there for the recap. I didn't even see you in there. I know, right? I was sitting up somewhere working on photos, so I must have just missed it. But. So, really important. I know everyone talks about Stringer, but yes. Xavier Williams. I was going to mention him, too. Freshman. Freshman mm-hmm. that they have a lot of high hopes for. Yeah. And he came through in this one, 14 points. Yeah. So, he was that counterbalance that they needed mm-hmm. and that they've kind of had trouble getting all year. Yeah. You can expect to get 20 points a night from Stringer. Mm-hmm. It's who else is going to contribute to that. Yeah. And that's the kid that they've been waiting on. So is this a moment where maybe the the switch kind of flipped? Mm-hmm. Is going to be a, good, a big question now that we have come out of the holiday period and now we're starting to get into the stretch. Right. Is, is that, can he build on this? And then that could make them a really tough team going into sectionals and everything that goes along with the rest of the, uh, the tail end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was impressed with what, uh, what I saw out of Commodore Perry. You know, this is a team we don't really see too often. Um, so, yeah, no, I was impressed. And also, it was a night and day because I was there for their Sharpsville game. Yeah. You were not there. No, I was not. And it was kind of night and day because they had 
so much freaking trouble in the paint on the board yeah against the blue devils mm. and they really didn't have that in this one now granted you know like crawford wasn't built like sharpsville sharpsville's trotting out like left tackles to play forward for them right but really i'm glad that they kind of figured it out a little bit like there right. was there were some adjustments that were made that allowed them to kind of fix some things mm-hmm. so yeah that uh I think that recaps our talk there on the Commodore Perry holiday tournament. Um, so let's move along to the next night when we checked out Mercer's holiday tournament, uh, girls' holiday tournament. Um, first game that we saw was Sharon versus Ambridge, and Sharon won 59-33. to So speaking of shots not falling, this was another one of those situations where mm-hmm. just it seemed like Sharon could not buy a bucket in this. Yeah. And how you adjust for that and kind of like what CP wasn't able to do, Sharon girls were able to do, is when you can't get three-pointers or a mid-range game to fall, you clamp down on defense. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Sharon did. They would force turnovers, and specifically that they would capitalize by getting India... uh, God, I was going to call her India Benjamin. Mm -hmm. India McGee. Mm -hmm. Former YSU coverage days there. (laughs) Uh, Get India McGee driving down the court and then she can kind of you know dish it off if she has somebody or she could just take it herself and she finished with 20 points in this one if i remember correctly and that was the big thing they Mm -hmm. were able to clamp down defensively absolutely make it a nightmare jump passing lanes specifically play some press yeah get some turnovers that way and that's how they were able to start getting points on the board they were able to do that a lot better in the second half and that's how they came away with a win in this one yeah uh, so again, that was 59-33, and that was the consolation round of this tournament, um, by the way. So then uh, the championship round, uh, you were not there for this one. No. Our Ally News correspondent, Corey Corbin, he was covering, because Mercer is in our Ally News coverage area. But uh, Mercer was taking on Monatau in the championship round, and they won 37-33 in overtime. So this was this was a really good game. Um, I mean, it was a pretty low-scoring affair, obviously, 37-33. But um, Mercer just kind of, it was a good team effort. They stuck together real well there toward the end of this game and just, yeah, really solid job all around performance and from them. The, and the thing is, anybody that's seen Mercer understands this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to be a team that's going to put up like 70 points. Yeah. They're going to try to maintain possession, get a good open shot, reverse their passing, play good defense. And if they win a game 42 to 35. Yeah that's a win for them and it doesn't matter if it was a fancy one yeah you know because in the end the only thing that matters is what the final score was right so th- this was your ideal mercer game now probably mm-hmm. would have wanted to win in regulation yeah. but eh, it's a holiday tournament you know yeah you, you can go you can go a little little off the rails a little bit in this one yeah so. no I, I mean it made for a fun fun ending for sure you know there it was the championship round there's a trophy involved you know so it definitely made for a pretty fun environment in there which um because the first half it was kind of you know slow not much going on so it needed a good overtime finish yeah good for you mercer that was a fun game um so yeah that concludes yeah that was all of our holiday tournament coverage but uh we got through it (laughs) yeah that was a lot two games a night three games in one night um but yeah no that was fun um I know you were talking about how you're not used to having holiday tournaments. Yeah, out. we don't do we don't do like holiday or tip off tournaments in Ohio. Yeah, so this you is just, a, this, like yeah. 
you start it. Yeah. And like you, and, and this makes it a lot easier because then it's like, okay, the first day is usually hell. Mm-hmm. But then everyone just sporadically just kind of shuffles their schedule around. And yeah. this way you can kind of maneuver things so that you can better cover everything. You don't mm-hmm. have situations where there's like five days out of the basketball season where you could maybe get two teams in and no one else. Right. Yeah. No days off yeah. around here. If there's uh, kids are off school, we're going to schedule some tournaments. So. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's weird. It's weird to me that it's just like, but why are we doing this? Yeah. Especially when you go and I I talk to some, some schools and it's just like, so what's your record on the air? It's like, well, we're four games in. It's like, no, we start in like a month and a half. Right. Like, Uh like they're going to start getting sectionals and everything ready. Yeah. You need to go. (laughs) Right. I don't know what you're waiting on. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we made it out to a lot of those holiday tournaments. Always fun. A lot going on, but um, let's see. Monday, yesterday, we're recording this on Tuesday. You made it out to Brookfield, the girls, where they uh, defeated my alma mater, yes. champion, sixty-eight to thirty-three. And there was never really a doubt in this yeah. point for my your, golden your, flashes, your four golden flashes, which, which also like I, I've always wanted to know why are the golden flashes primary color purple? I don't know. <laughs> I was never a fan of the. I don't know. Is it bad for me to say I'm, I was never a fan of the purple and gold? Listen, but listen, I, I went to a school where we're called the Cardinal Mooney Cardinals. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not particularly creative with how we went about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it was but, whatever. But getting into the game, uh, <laughs> I mean Brookfield, just good team effort in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you had uh, uh, Mackenzie Jumper and Sophia Hook, and you know, kind of the same cast and crew that you would expect to do really well, and they did really well. But it was also passing out of the post defense by the guards everyone just kind of did something a little bit different than what you would normally expect from their position group Mm -hmm. and that's how you end up winning you know by 30 points yeah now champions a a team that is not going to go very far in the playoffs in ohio for people who don't know everyone makes the playoff Mm -hmm. and then there are certain teams that just get absolutely curb stomped yeah Sorry, champion. Champion <laughs> is going to be one of those schools. They might win a game depending on how the draw works. Right. But then they're probably going to go up against a Brookfield or a, you know, a Crestview or whoever yeah. they end up. Whoever's in that bracket in that region I haven't been following this year. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's going to go. Brookfield, on the other hand, they're an interesting school because they have a very, they have a very long team. That's something we don't really talk about with women's basketball too much. We talk about it more on men's side. Mm-hmm. They have some length and athleticism to them. Yeah. To be able to jump passing lanes, but also make it just a really, really difficult time to get points in the post. Yeah. And the, really the only reason why Champion hung on as long as they did was because they were able to shoot the three. Hmm. So they were able to kind of nullify that by just staying away from all of the big people. Yeah. That helps when you have, you know, number 24 who can hit it from midcourt mm-hmm. and give you a 20, I think she had 20 points or something like that. So when you can get that level of production, it helps everything. Right. That's, you're not going to come across that too often in girls basketball. Yeah. So Brookfield's going to be an interesting team. They're, they're really solid. They're kind of starting to gel a little bit and kind of shave off some of the rough edges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tournament draw in uh, Ohio is going to be on the 29th. So we are less than we are less than a month away from, you know, figuring out who they're going to play. 
Yeah. So, kind of getting down to the nitty gritty over there. Yep. And boys as well. You know, they they also, I, what we've seen them once or twice now this year, and I thought they looked good. So yeah, yeah. once playoffs come around for them, I'm sure we'll have some fun with both Brookfield teams. Yeah. In the playoffs coming up here, but um, but yeah, that's everything we covered. So coming up tonight, the day we're recording this Tuesday, we're going to be going over to Kennedy Catholic where George Junior Republic is taking on the boys. Um, then on Wednesday, we're going to see some wrestling. Greenville at Sharon. Thursday, don't know yet, so stay tuned. Uh, Friday, we're going to see Oil City at Greenville Boys Basketball. So got a good slate of games here this week. And hey, no double headers. Oh. So just one game a night. Thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. So... This is an interesting week because, first off, there was a question on whether or not George Jr. was even going to have a team this year. Right, yeah, I'm excited to see them. So I'm just going to be interested to see how that kind of plays out. And yeah. Kennedy's also trying to just kind of get their feet under them, you mm-hmm. know, now that you know the coaching situation's been figured out and, yep. you know, now that they've kind of made it through the first phase of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this the beginning of a run? We're going to find out for them. Yeah. How does George Jr. look? Then we get to tomorrow, and this should be a pretty good wrestling meet. Yeah, here. no, I'd, I'd say so. So I'm going to look forward to that. Thursday, like we said, we're still trying to figure it out. I need to figure out how I'm going to balance everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Friday, uh, really excited to see a good Greenville boys team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They also had a, what, undefeated start to the season until they just lost in the, the Shanick tournament. Yes. Yeah. So. They, we were actually planning on... If we were going to see them, yeah. We were going to go see them, what was it, Friday? Uh, no, it was the night of the... Oh, yeah, it was Friday. It was the night yeah. of the Mercer stuff. Been, so. Yeah, it would have been Friday. We were actually planning originally, if they were going to win that game and go to the tournament, to go to cover Greenville because we were thinking... Yeah, you know, undefeated start to the season. You undefeated know, we seen start, them. hadn't seen them yet. Holiday tournament, and then yeah. when they lost, it was like, okay, well, we'll see them again at some point. We'll yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then we thought, eh, you know, best case scenario, we got two teams out in Mercer might as well take advantage of that yeah but gonna be really interested because yeah Greenville boys and girls mm-hmm. are look like really really solid units coming into this one yeah and I know hey Wednesday we're gonna see Greenville wrestling so we got a full you know yeah if you're up in the northern part of the county you're getting your <laughs> fill this one yeah Greenville's We've, happy with us the right last now. the last two weeks between you know Reynolds <laughs> CP uh, uh Greenville like you you're we're, we're taking care of you guys up in the northern half. Yes. So, uh, yeah, should be a good week of coverage here. So, you know, you can check out if you don't want to wait until next week's show, uh, SharonHerald.com slash sports. Uh, Dan's on Twitter. He'll be tweeting at all the games. Uh, check us out on Instagram at SharonHeraldSports. Um, plenty of ways to see what we're covering before. And the paper, too. Forgot, of course, the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Um, sh- shameless plug there. <laughs> of course, the newspaper as well. Um But yeah, so anything else to add before we wrap the show up? No, I think we're good. All right, so yeah, we are here every Wednesday. You can find us at SharonHerald.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And of course, the New Generation Podcast as well, every Saturday, all the same places you can find this one. So I want to thank you all for listening, and thank you, Dan. Thanks, guys.